Welcome to episode 47 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. Could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of different entertainment. We watch it, read it, whatever we need to do, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa and I Wilkinson. Oh dang, I almost forgot my own last name. It it, it happens some sometimes. <laughs> Because I never need to tell it to you, Kyle. You remember. Not My co-captain this week and every week is Kyle Springer. What Kyle, up, what up? how are you this morning? I am doing well. I, sl- I slept <laughs> good, but it's one of those nights where it was like, it was too good and I didn't want to wake up. Oh, So yeah. that's where I'm at right now. At least you're nice and rested. In the show we're going to talk about, there's a couple of scenes where the character wakes up and he just has, like, bed bed head and stuff like that. I'm like, that's how I feel right now. Well, I forgot I was supposed to do the intro and then I forgot, no, you read your entire name. So, oh, you might be doing That sleep did you some good. I could have used some more sleep. Sounds good. But what are we talking about this week? We are talking about Mob Psycho 100. This is season one of an anime from... (laughs) Well, I didn't write down the year, but it's a recent show. Like, season two, I think, is airing right now or has just aired. Something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Mob Psycho 100. I've been hearing a lot about that show recently i th- i think it's also on toonami oh that uh, seems like a good fit for toonami yeah um so it, yeah i mean like it it's it's a very popular show uh mm-hmm. and i'll be honest i was not expecting to like it very much but i did a lot yeah um, it's a good one there there's there's still some things that i don't like but it's yeah i think Overall, it has a lot more depth than I was expecting. Mm. Like I, 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 I think I mentioned last week when, when you p- 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 pitched this, or it was on the captain's log that we did, mm. uh, which is one of our other podcasts. Um, but I tend to stay away from like mainstream. You did anime, tell like, me like, this. Like, yeah, yeah, just like the mainstream shonen. Anime it usually doesn't click with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to g- growing up, and then after a while, it was just like, eh, no, this is mm-hmm. not not good. Um, and so yeah, there, there's a lot of things that are super popular that I'm just like, that doesn't look good at all. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, uh, this so. is from the creator of One Punch Man, and so it's. Yes. It's got some notoriety for that, but it's actually much less successful than One Punch Man. And my roommate, this baffles is, me. Yeah, my roommate, this is one of her favorite anime. And she showed me the pilot of both shows. And she's like, I know One Punch Man is the big one, but Mob Psycho 100 is the creator's favorite and it's my favorite. And out of the two, it's the one I ended up liking a lot more. <laughs> so I really wanted to finish off the rest of the season. I just watched that pilot before I pitched it to you. There you go. Yeah. Good stuff. So let's let's dive into a synopsis for okay. people who have not seen it yet and might need a might need to be sold. The main character is called Mob, which is a Japanese play on words for like 
bland, faceless, like background character. Like he's the super ordinary, featureless, charmless, just normal fifteen year old boy in the mob in the background. Yes, around. Okay. Mm-hmm. In- interesting. That makes sense. And he has psychic powers. He's like it got this incredible telekinetic skill, and he works as an apprentice to this man who runs the spirits and such consultation office doing exorcisms. But that guy has no psychic ability whatsoever. He is an absolute con man and he is making everybody think, oh no, I'm doing most of the work here, even though it is his assistant. Like he has to have mob follow him around and solve all of these problems. He he's, he's, he's ways to legitimize his mm-hmm. business. With, oh, he actually can do this stuff. If I have him by my side, they'll think it's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> so this spells money. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of that, and it's also a lot of mob dealing with uh, other kids at his high school. He has a younger brother who doesn't have psychic abilities, and you follow the younger younger brother and his stress about, will I ever be able to do what my older brother does? Mm-hmm. And there's other psychics that are out there that are posing a threat. There's a lot in it, which surprised me. It grows a lot from what's in the first episode. Weird, yeah. It, uh, yeah, I it, mean, it, it's, it's... It's weird to me because I've also seen One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, in a previous I- iteration of the review show, we covered season one, and it was kind of what I expected. <laughs> it had some really, really funny moments, and it made fun of some things, but it just kept using that same j- joke over mm-hmm. and over again. So it's like, oh, okay. Two episodes in, and it's still using the same things. Three (laughs) episodes in, still using... Okay, four episodes... Okay, well, this is is tired. Um, I guess the creator put all of his real storytelling know-how into Mob Psycho. Yeah, but then, like, this, I think, kept surprising me with more Mm -hmm. and more depth. It was like, oh, like, the characters are actually developing. There's actually some, like good drama between the characters like what is this it goes Uh, to like really emotional places like you're kind of not really on the edge of your seat but like the last couple episodes throw some like twists in that i was not seeing and i could not really predict where the show was going to end up yeah um so it it's it's an interesting show i i definitely say check it out uh i think we both watched it on crunchyroll yeah, so it is yeah. Available on that. Yeah, the uh, uh, Jap- on uh, Japanese language subtitled version is yes. on there, but they did have several like international language dubs. If you want to watch it in German or Spanish or Portuguese, it's weird to me that they didn't have the English dub. Yeah, on, I'm not sure why. That, but I mean, I I know that there's a lot of people out there who are like subs are better, subs for life. <laughs> um, so there you mm. go. Um, I say check it out. The artwork is also interesting. Yeah. I'll it's say that's the one thing I show. didn't like, actually, mm. uh, just because <laughs> of how visually it is, or how just because of how visually it is. That makes no sense. I was um, expecting just a series of title cards and narration. <laughs> I just wanted no artwork at all. <laughs> no. um, it's there's a lot of different art styles. There is in it, and I, 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 I think they're all really 
cool art artwork styles but because there's so much it's just yeah. it's hard to it's it's a, it was hard for me to latch on to one specific mm. thing and be like okay this is it you know yeah this is what the show is going for but it's good Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot to look at and take in and great character development and there's some really funny moments yeah and, and the opening credits are incredible yeah yeah like start watching this and i think you will be sold on the opening credits i, I have a theory that if the Ooh. opening credits to an anime are not only good but ca but catchy and have like a lot of of production v v value put in them then the show will be good too yeah because i i've i've seen a lot of I I anime where the opening credits were just awful this <laughs> is so bad and then the rest of the show is bad and then oh. and then there's ones like ghost in the shell and full metal alchemist and cowboy bebop and they all have these amazing songs and opening credits and it's just like and the rest of the show is good too mm -hmm. so who knows i think it's a conspiracy <laughs> but uh yeah um before we move on and get into spoilers let's do a little yeah. bit of housekeeping yeah for everyone uh i i guess the first big major thing is in about a month uh we will no longer be live streaming uh this mm -hmm. show to the public uh, we have been live streaming this on our twitch page and on our website um for anyone to, to watch if they just want to pop in or follow along at home but because this is kind of a book club style show yeah it's not really conducive to people just popping in and joining the conversation mm -hmm. especially if we are spoiling it for most of the episode so we are going to be switching this to a private patron only live stream mm -hmm. uh, which you can get on our patreon which is patreon.com slash the whatnights slash the whatnots not the whatnights <laughs> i i cannot those are our superhero today. alter egos the whatnights <laughs> um, <laughs> patreon.com slash the whatnots for a single dollar uh, that mm -hmm. will help us out a lot. In fact, we are actually only $1 away from meeting our first Patreon goal. Uh, yes. So if one of you out there listening to this wants to help us out and still be a part of the live streams, uh, then that would help us out a ton. Just $1. Mm -hmm. It's pocket change. Yeah. Like, go, go, also... go look in your couch cushions. <laughs> Your couch can be one of our patrons. <laughs> exactly. The couch and gets thanks all the to Jimmy's couch. But yeah, so we we have a Patre Patreon where you can support us. Speaking of that, we also want to give a shout out to our patrons at the five dollar tier. Uh, so thank you to christine and sam and eric for helping us out uh that means a lot each week it help keeps the lights on and our mics on and for some reason i don't know why my lights look so light like it, it yeah it feels you're like very illuminated enough. like i did this setup last week and it was the same but different i i don't know yeah what was yeah i think so there is to... less saturation this week yeah, something like that i don't know why it's doing that who knows um but yeah that i i think is major housekeeping last <laughs> week we did an episode on uh perfect blue 
Yeah, another uh, anime. Yeah, which is one of my favorite anime movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do I- I- anime all the time, but yeah, it just happened it just to be happened two to weeks be in a row. Yeah, two weeks. Um, that being said, we are also about to record a Patreon exclusive. Yes. Episode uh, on some episodes of the X Files. Yeah, we're gonna start offering at the three dollar level. Correct. correct. You will get uh, about once a month a bonus episode that's the same basic format as the review show. But the topics we're going to be covering are like a little bit more specific or more obscure or more curated or just uh, they don't quite fit into the normal review show style. Like we're not Mm -hmm. doing season one of the X-Files or the X-Files movie. We are cherry picking out four one-shot Monster of the Week episodes that are all by the same writer. Yeah. Yeah, basic format, but just, oh, wilder and weirder topics for us. Yeah, so if, if you want more information on that, go support us on Patreon at the $3 tier, uh, and we will help you out, and you guys can follow along at, at, at home, which is exactly mm-hmm. what we want you all to do. Yeah, join us! Uh, that being said, let's, let's get into spoiler territory, spoiler mode mm-hmm. here. Uh, there goes our little spoiler alert. Uh, for everyone so now we're in the thick of it this is your warning if you haven't seen the show go watch it it's good so melissa you you had seen the pilot episode mm-hmm. of this um what, what having seen that and nothing uh-huh. else when when you pitched this what were you expecting i was expecting more like that and the show really diverged from it like it's i was expecting mob and regan going on all of these spirit hunting adventures and the show really gets into mostly mob and his peers like other kids his age Mm -hmm. and regan for a stretch only makes like a brief appearance in every episode until he like comes back more heavily at the end of the year at the end of the season yeah you you kind of pitched it to me as it, yeah it, it it seemed like it was gonna focus more on the fake psychic yeah um because i i since i hadn't seen the show before this it, it was one of those things i don't know which one is mob which one is you know i've seen the kid with the like bull yeah. c- c- cut stuff uh on the internet uh so i figured that was mob i didn't know if he, that was the fake one that was oh. the fake psychic or or what so i, I you know I, I didn't know, but I was kind of expecting it to focus more on them and yeah. just like the stupid stuff that they get in, in, <laughs> into. Like like that first episode or two um, where where they go to like, you know, that haunted b- building and there's the mm-hmm. clients there. There's the one who's like, I don't know if I really believe in, go-, you know, just <laughs> exactly. like more stuff like that. Like a mix yeah. of like x-files with like ghost exorcism stuff with like better call saul and yeah Yeah. like that kind of stuff mixed in yeah that was what i was expecting too yeah so this kind of happened for the first like episode or two and then it Mm -hmm. just kind of moved on Mm -hmm. and almost forgot about his mentor uh until the end of the show yeah regan is really like relegated to the sidelines and it's mostly about uh mob and his brother mm-hmm. mob and the other kids at school that school versus the rivals at other schools you know the 
growing supernatural threats in the city. But it doesn't come back to Regan a whole lot. But there's such an emotional payoff at the end between Mob and Regan. And I kind of like that they didn't need to show Regan to us all the time to still have us absolutely believe that is one of Mob's best and strongest relationships in his life. Yeah. Yeah, as as we learn more and more about Mob and kind of mm. why he's doing what he's doing or why yeah. he acts the way he 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 acts, like that's that's where the emotional and character depth comes in. But then, yeah, at, at the end when Regan kind of c- comes back and they have their little moment, by that t- t- time you're like, I understand now. Yeah, like, this makes sense. Okay, yeah, you know, because um, you, you you have the whole thing with his brother and his mm-hmm. his younger brothers like he you know he looks up to up to him yeah he wants to be like him but they're not the same and it feels like his older brother keeps distancing himself and so mm-hmm. he's sad you know there's this, this whole thing there and i think by time we learn about those connections and we're we're mm-hmm. really involved in those things it's like oh there's more depth to this show Wait, where did Regan go? Yeah. Where is he? How does he fit into all of the, this? Because at first it mm-hmm. just seemed like this, re- 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 this really like shallow mm-hmm. um, re- relationship. So, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I missed Regan for a while. I'm like, oh, he was, he is still my favorite character. He's my favorite <laughs> part of this entire thing. So I wanted more of him all the time. But also like, I I get how the show balances itself and everything that it's doing. And I kind of like that we did have that distance away from Regan to show us, like, he still has an effect on Mob when he's not around. Like, Mob still thinks about, you know, what did Master say? What has Master taught me? Yeah. Because he still hasn't really caught on that. Regan doesn't really have psychic <laughs> or powers. if he has he's not letting anybody know <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah it's 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 one of those things because like they they keep mentioning like oh I don't feel any aura around him <laughs> I, I I don't like that's strange and when they get to the end of the show uh where Regan comes back and they're all fighting law there's the one dude with the sword he's like wait something's wrong like but he like most other characters in the in in the show are are like something is wrong he doesn't does he have such is that what is going on and 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 then this bad guy is like something's wrong this guy must be really powerful (laughs) yeah i do love when mob is like well i don't feel any aura coming from him because he doesn't have psychic strength he has spiritual strength and that's different than mine so i can't sense it but i do like how the show kind of tricks you into thinking Oh, is he so strong that he can fool everybody into thinking he has no powers at all? Is this a really long con? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you don't know exactly what's going on. I loved like the last 3 or so episodes of the show where it's yeah. like, oh, is Regan really the big boss of this giant evil corporation that's like trying to 
awaken psychic abilities in all these kids and use them as weapons. And he, he walks up there like he's the boss. And then you find out, oh, no, that was just another con. He's just pretending to be the boss and he's yeah. really good at it. I mean, he's not even pretending to be the boss. <laughs> Every Like, just everyone in that whole situation are just complete idiots. Yeah, <laughs> that they well, all just assume. Because I'm here to talk to my subordinate. The, all the lackeys think, oh, he's here to talk to the boss. Where he's like, no, he's here to talk to Mob, his apprentice. <laughs> right, he right just when acts he... like he's the boss and he walks right in. Because it, it fooled me, too, mm-hmm. when that door uh, opens and they're like, uh oh, the 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 big guy must be coming in. The big b- bad that we have to fight, and then it has the like the dark shadowy r- r- reveal of of uh, Reagan being there. I was like, oh, Reagan's huh. the bad guy. Interesting. And then yeah, the next one, he, <laughs> it's it's totally not. I'm like, oh okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I I really liked Regan's absolute confidence. Like he's got a couple nervous moments. Like, oh, uh, is Mob gonna find out? They don't really have psychic powers. But there's other times where he walks in like completely confident, completely unflappable. Like he has absolute belief in himself, and he's not a real slimy con man like you might expect. Like he has some really good intentions and some good instincts, and he he's charging people for something like that woman comes in saying like i have this pain in my shoulders and i think it's because there's like a demon perching on my shoulders and he basically like tells her like oh yes i'm doing all these things to get rid of the demon but he's really her he's really giving her like giving her a a spa day (laughs) yeah a really nice genuine spa day and she's paying for that really and it seems like a fair price for that i love i loved whenever we would go see what regan was up to and all his little schemes oh and the time when he was he was supposed to be channeling the spirit of this guy's deceased father and the guy's like dad when did you learn to speak japanese so well Everything is translated to <laughs> Japanese automatically. I provide <laughs> no upcharge for this one. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I th- th- there is I I I I think like I said though there is a lot going on yeah. with this show. I like halfway in, I was kind of conf- conflicted to if I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I liked the way things were going with his brother. They had only had a couple huh. moments so far. We, we hadn't gotten the full story yet. And it was like, I really liked those couple moments. But that was it. They were just moments. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's not what the plot is focusing on. It's not, you, you, you know, um, it's, it's not a big point of, like, plot development or character development mm-hmm. yet. Um, and I was kind of just like i would kind of just like to watch that show yeah like that's usually what really draws me out to to a tv show or a movie great characters great Mm -hmm. writing with these awesome character development moments and stuff like that and i was starting to get that but then there's these like wacky stupid moments where he's giving someone a spa to today and she's like what the hell is he doing like what the- this is so, <laughs> so, so stupid mm. um and then on top of that there is the like it's it's not i'm not, I'm not sure what to call it it's not like a chibi vacation there it, there is a lot of that stereotypically in 
anime mm -hmm. where they become this like character yeah. caricature, but it's very cute and super fluffy deformed. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, this is almost the opposite of that, where the characters become oh. like grotesque and yeah, yeah. It's 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 not sketchy, but it's like you can tell they're they, using the pencil yeah. drawings and stuff those, like that. Like, dramatic like angles and shadows on their face it's, and they it's seem almost really like a, solemn yeah it's almost like a memification of just that one like yeah you know it does that yeah uh, you know and mm -hmm. they're, they're sitting there with some stupid face on mm -hmm. it seems like you would use that as a meme yeah and i i don't really like that stuff mm -hmm. i i I, I I can see how it's effective, and I I I I can see how if used in moderation, it would be even more effective. But when shows use it constantly, mm -hmm. that's what I don't like. And I I, th I think this is a show that used it a lot, and I'm just like, I'm <laughs> not liking very much. Like I, I get it. There's some dramatic moments. You don't have to be that dramatic. I didn't mind it so much. I think because I liked by itself that overdramatized artwork. Like I loved the sketchy line yeah, work the show would do itself, sometimes. It's, yeah, it's fan fantastic. Um, I I I wouldn't want a whole sh show in that. It's a little mm -hmm. bit yeah chaotic. If if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, but. It, yeah, like if they if they had toned it down, not the, not the art style, but the amount of times they used it, mm -hmm. I would have been totally fine. Um, I, I I think a gr great example of a show that uses that whole like chibification stuff to a mm. good effect is Full Metal Alchemist, oh. um, or Full Metal Alchemist brotherhood it's in there but it's not super often and when they use it it's too great a effect and then they move on and the you know the show continues but you don't think of that show as like a wacky show yeah that does this like that you know it's just it's mm -hmm. it's in these small moments where it has this great impact whereas this just uses it constantly and so it starts to lose the impact for me. Maybe it's just me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, the show is playing with a ton of stylistic stuff. Like when they do that kind of finger painty looking thing, that thing, I don't even know how to describe it. Like everything gets very tactile and very like you can see like little things like move and scoot around you're an artist can you describe that thing that um, painty thing i mean we we already kind of mentioned the like chaotic yeah. nature but there's there are the like what we were discussing before this the like memification stuff where it goes to the dramatic shadow mm -hmm. and pencil looking stuff this is a similar effect though it looks more digital and it's a lot more like neon and bright colors yeah. on a black screen so yeah. it, it's it starts to look a lot more psychedelic than just like a pencil sketch on mm -hmm. a thing you know um it's 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 what the opening credits are all kind of in yeah and the end credits do it too but in like a simple black and white 
Yeah, or or if you, if you've seen like the time lapse animations where a street artist will paint something and then uh, paint o- o- over it and like paint it again, but have things m- m- moving, but you can still oh, see yeah. the like eraser yeah. marks and stuff like that. That's c- kind of yes. what it looks like, especially in the end credits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I I was also kind of expecting more things along those lines yeah those are really the two stylistic departures it takes where it gets into that kind of like paint and erase like real like uh kinetic stuff and when it gets into those like scratchy really shadowy dramatic pencils yeah i i i I mean i don't know if i can say i was actually expecting this Mm-hmm. But when you get to be like psychic stuff, and that's kind of <laughs> yeah. the, the topic, I, one of my frame of references is the old Doctor Strange comics. Oh, yeah. Everything is just like 70s psychedelic stuff. And the like neon colors and the way everything moved really reminded me of that, of those like those b- b- black light p- posters yeah. have you seen yes. those yeah um and so i i was k- kind of like expecting more of that where like oh we're now in the psychic realm and blah 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 uh which may have turned out to be really stupid if mm-hmm. there was some more of that in, in there um but yeah like it, it's it's one of those things i i don't know I, I didn't know what to expect since I hadn't seen the show. And once I got in the show, it quickly pivoted from what I, like the, the, the small amount that I did expect, mm-hmm. but it went to all sorts of different p- yeah. places and stuff like that. Yeah. It gets really involved with all the high school stuff. I like most of it. And I don't think there was anything I very strongly disliked, I think there were just episodes I watched when I was too tired and I didn't have time to go back and watch them a second time. Like the high school gang versus the other high school gang, like so glossed dumb. over me completely. So dumb. <laughs> um, so that it, it, that's it's that I think was the storyline in the middle that I was like, okay, this is starting to go in a very different yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not necessarily one that I like. This is just. Mm-hmm weird because he joins the the telekin the telepathy the telepathy club i do like the telepathy club and none of them have <laughs> telepathy they're just hoping to find someone that does they're just telepathy fans really yeah and uh and yeah and then there's this whole thing where he the the body image Im- oh Im- i love the body improvement club too because like in any other show they'd be like these mean jocks but they're super positive and supportive and they just want to be buff and it's a great gag it's a great joke but like it's one of those things like what why is this even in here yeah yeah (laughs) this makes no sense but it's it's hilarious but you know um but yeah it's just like the culmination of stuff happening in his in his high school i Mm -hmm. I think you mentioned it earlier where the show kind of pivots to this thing of 
or, or, or it starts to look like how Mob is going to find all of these psychic or find himself in all of these situations where he's gonna have to use his psychic powers and just like yeah. that one everyday no 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 normal like jocks versus the punks you know mm-hmm. they're they're having a school fight and he's the the geek that gets caught in the middle you know um and it it's it's it yeah like it's it's a fun little thing by itself but it, it was mm-hmm. a weird turn of events of just like why is this even happening and then they yeah. move on past that after it you know um so who knows wow. i was just looking up uh trying to remember everybody's names the hanazawa storyline i did think was interesting he's that blonde kid in like the purple school uniform yeah from that mob goes school. and fights him i kind of liked that he's the big fish in the small pond over there and he in a, opposition to mob who is just a background character basically he thinks he is the main character yeah. of his story and he's <laughs> gonna defeat everyone because he is the main character and mob not only defeats him he also like cuts his beautiful blonde anime hair yep <laughs> yeah as the like, like... I, the, the the show does a weird thing to show stubble where it's like uh the the sh- the sh- strip of hair on his head or characters that have like yeah. a stubble yeah. b- b- beard thing have this like gray yeah on yeah. there and then have this like the the stubble lines it's really strange sh- sh- <laughs> um, but yeah because of mom psycho psychic powers because of his psycho powers it's <laughs> like we're watching G- G- gundam um yeah like he just gets this like balding like anti-mohawk <laughs> yep yep and then, he, and, and, then, then he, and then he moves to the marge simpson like water <laughs> b- b- buffalo thing for a while like what, what was that about i think it's because like his psychic powers kind of took a bit of a hit maybe they come back at the end but I thought it was like to make up for the fact that not only did he lose his hair, but he was psychically bested and he put so much emphasis on his psychic powers. He's like, I really, well, at least I can make my hair better. And if his hair is really tall, it's going to be harder for Mob to like cut the top of it off again. <laughs> Ex- so except it happens again, kind of. Um. <laughs> but I, isn't there one character that refers to it as a wig? I think so, maybe. Because they're, it's they're like, be yeah, they're, they 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 ask like rhetorically, like, is that a wig? You know, um, so you never really know if it is or not because it looks fake. <laughs> yeah, like, who, uh, yeah, who knows for sure. But um, yeah, he he was an interesting character. He he had a good moment, I think, later on in the show, also when they're fighting Claw when yeah. uh mob is about to explode and his t- teacher is like you need to run like we need yes. to run like there's yes. nothing wrong with that and then um this the, the marge simpson dude is like no we can't run we can't run and defend at the same time like mm-hmm. if, if we run we will die you know uh, and, and and like both of them make sense and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like if you actually just stay here and fight them, you can win. 
like we we know you can but do 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 you need to fight them yeah and like that's what regan tells mob he's like the biggest effect is going to be on you it will be if even if you win the fact that you exerted all of this power and you used it to hurt all of these people, even if it was for a good reason, that's going to hurt you. And I don't want you to go through that. Yeah. I, it's, I, in in my mind while I was watching this show, I was kind of comparing him to Goku, mom hmm. to G- Goku. They're okay. very different characters, but they they both have this like incredible strength is mm-hmm. inside them and they both know it but goku is very sociable in the sense that when yeah. he sees someone strong he's like hey you look start look strong yeah. let's fight and he's yeah, just goku happy to talk about his powers yeah and mob is the opposite where he's where yeah he he's been taught to not use them but as the show goes forward, he keeps finding himself in situations where he ha- he's using them. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of getting used to it. And it's becoming his first r- r- response. Yeah. And and there's this, like, inter- interesting push and pull of, like, well, I want to protect the people that I love. Mm-hmm. I don't want bad people to cause other people harm i can stop them by using my powers yeah or do i do something else you know like Mm -hmm. where does this all fit in here and he 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 doesn't know yet or well not that he doesn't know but there is that push and pull where there are characters that are like no stay and fight stand up for yourself yourself you know and then there's some that's like hey it's okay to run away when you are in over your your head and mm-hmm. like rethink it, you know, and just figure out a plan after that where you don't have to be violent, you know. Yeah, Mob wants to be peaceful ultimately, but it is that protective instinct that sometimes kind of takes over him. Like, and like he spends so much time, he has spent so much time in his life being afraid that lashing out with his psychic powers will hurt his brother until his brother's like oh no you never hurt me that day you like used your psychic powers to fight off all those bullies like one of the bullies pushed me down that wasn't like a psychic blast from you i was fine and then that kind of opens this door in mob's mind yeah yeah so it's it's an interesting thing. My comparison to Goku didn't work in <laughs> in the end there, but it, yeah. it 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 got me thinking more on his character and just he's he's at this crossroads where he has a, you know it's a great power and he has a great responsibility, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, and he's he's just unsure of how to use it yet. Yeah, I like that he's not so much a Spider-Man character. He's more of like the Incredibles, where one of the greatest responsibilities to having your power is to not overuse it and to use it like in very particular circumstances and make sure you don't hurt anything. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. Let's see. Yeah. Who is, let's let's Talk a little bit more about the brother, like the yeah, re- relationship with him, because he has an interesting arc 
as yeah. well. Um, which I, I, I think the moment that sold me on the show has to do with his brother. And mm-hmm. it's when they finally get in Claw. Like, I, I, I started liking the, the show before this. It's like, okay, I'm starting to understand yeah. where this is going. But the moment that really sold it to me, and I was like, I, I think I really like this, this show, is when they finally all get captured and they're put in the same room and the brother I, th- I think is like starting to apologize and yeah. stuff he's like this is all my fault i wanted to be like you i thought you were distancing yourself so i thought if i got psychic powers you know all of that stuff and the first thing that mob does is just get up and hug him and he's like yes you're, o- you're okay and yeah. immediately he just starts crying he's he, like Mm-hmm. Where he, he he like he realizes it's not it, like he I, I think he he puts two and two together that he wasn't actually distancing himself mm-hmm. on on purpose or anything like that, but he was one scared of hurting me, and that was like he like his whole priority thing was just making sure I was okay. Where here I was being like, hey, is there something on your mind? Do you want to talk? And he's yeah. consistently like, no, I'm, I'm fine. You know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. He's like, all right. Well, you don't seem like it, you know. Yeah. But, but it's just this realization that like he's doing everything for me. Like he's, he's yes. doing all of that to protect me. And I was just like, nailed it. Perfect. Mm. So I, good. I did really love the relationship between the two of them. Because Ritsu, like, he wants to be just like Mob. And partially it's because, you know, when they're little kids, Mob's showing him his psychic powers. And Ritsu's like, do you think I'll be able to do that? Yeah. And Mob, not knowing any better, is like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, you're my little brother, so you must be able to eventually. And it never really develops. And he wants this not as, like, a a rivalry thing. He's not like, I want to be as good as my brother. I want to be better than my brother. Why does he have something and I don't have it? It's mm-hmm. like... If I have this thing, that's only one more thing that's going to bring us closer. Like, I'll be able to relate to him. Like, he doesn't have to be worried around me or anything like that. I can take care of myself. Like, we'll be closer to being real equals and real peers in addition to being blood brothers. Good stuff. And then he actually does end up getting psychic powers uh, and gets a little power hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, once he's like, yeah, now I can like make a difference in the world and stuff like that, and blah blah blah, and he starts to turn bad. Yeah, that stuff was interesting. Like, I liked it. I almost kind of wish it was its own separate show, like the stuff Ritzy was doing with the other student council members, where they're like cleaning all the delinquents out of the school, like kids that might like yeah. show up to school on time every day and they're pretty good, but they just get in like after school fights. They're like planting all this evidence on them, like of all these crimes to like just clean the school of anybody who is unsavory. Yeah. That's interesting. Like that's that's enough to be its own show. There was a lot of time. T- t- times where i was sitting there like yeah like i just want this one aspect to be the entire show it would be good enough to carry it you know yeah um and and then it's it it begs the question of like well does it do a good job of mashing them all together then or if if you separate them will it really actually hold up you know 
I think almost anything in here could be its own show. Like the telepathy club could be a show. The body improvement club could be a show. There could be this entire show that is just Mob and Regan fighting random spirits. There's the entire show of like Regan and Dimple trying to, <laughs> you know, Dimple wanting to be to so to ascend, to ascend to being a god. That was neat too. <laughs> like every, all the different ingredients could be its own show, but instead they're all in this one big stew pot together. I think it helps. Like I like seeing how all of these different, for such a bland kid, Mob has all of these different facets to his life and all of these different things that are important to him. Mm -hmm. And the effect of like, like the, the other student council kid also is this overbearing over brother. And that over, Oh, that older brother affects the student council kid who affects Ritsu, who affects the whole school, who affects Mop. Like there's all of these like ripple effects going around. And I liked that that show was a big pile of ripple effects. Interesting. Yeah, that makes an interesting point. The one thing I think I would have liked to have seen more of was more spirits. Because, like, the first couple episodes, I think, all feature a spirit. And later gets more into just psychic powers, like just the telepathy and telekinetic part of it. Yeah, I guess just telekinetic. I don't know if there's any mind reading going on. <laughs> it's all Gene Gray. They, no they, they, they looked on the internet and they c- couldn't find one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did love when uh, Mob and the telepathy club president just sit on a bench and look at people. And she's like, do you sense anything yet? And he points at somebody and she's like, oh, that's a psychic. And he's like, no, that guy has a weird haircut. I just wanted you to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked all the different spirits they ran into. And mm-hmm. I kind of wish there were like a few more spirits. Like the show kind of takes a departure away from that solely into the uh, telekinetic stuff. Yeah. But I like the spirit world. Um, there the might be more of that in season fun. two. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. We we only watched season one. So I'm sure yeah. there's people out there who are like, you idiots. It happens in season two. And then we <laughs> yell back into the void. You idiot. We only watched season one. <laughs> Like when so. we watched Pushing Daisies uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about, we just watched season one and we were talking about all the stuff we would like to see. And then I continued watching season two and I'm oh, like, oh, just about everything is here. Like <laughs> our wish list came true. There you go. There you go. Um, let's see. I'm wondering if I have any other questions. <laughs> oh, their parents. That's I what I want to talk about. That. <laughs> The, just the, like cartoons have a, I, I guess a stereotype where the parents usually aren't there or just are mm-hmm. barely in the picture. Yeah, you know? they're just oblivious to what's going on. Yeah, and that's kind of the case with this show where they just—they're not oblivious, but they just don't care. Yeah, at it's all. just like another quirk. Like Mob keeps accidentally psychically bending spoons, and they're like, "Oh, I told Mob, you to get when rid are you of that bad habit?" They're, like they're just kind That's of upset. It. Like, "Oh, well, now you bent another spoon, and now you got food on the table." Oh, Mob, when are you gonna learn? Ritsu never bends a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> And it, that's the one that's the same beat every time you see their parents, like all three times the parents show up. It's that same joke, yeah. which is just enough. I did not get tired of that joke. And so, yeah, like like that is something that I think over the course of 13 
mm-hmm. episodes, having that joke only happen three times yeah. is a perfect amount. That mm-hmm. like it's really funny when they yeah. just did they just you know they're they're just as as stone faced as Mob is of just like oh, you bent another spoon. Well, okay, clean it up. You know, and that's it like it's not just like like man our son sure is something special we should yeah, do something and like get him in some like psychic school at all they're not impressed at all and it wasn't like their job to get him into an apprenticeship we see this really sweet flashback of this little kid like grade school mob like knocking on Regan's door saying, hey, I saw your sign outside. Are you a psychic? Because I'm a psychic and I can't really talk to anybody about it. And he's like, can you help you onto me? this? <laughs> he's like, did your parents send you here? And he's like, no, I just want somebody to help me. He's like, I just want someone to talk to. <laughs> I loved all the flashbacks in this show. It didn't use them very often, but it used them to a good effect. Which is, again, my point with, like, mm-hmm. if if you have only a certain amount of of, of flashbacks or j- j- jokes, they can be used to great, you know, yes. Im- impact. But if you do this thing where it's this memification and it's just this, like, ugh, like ugly face <laughs> thing every single episode on multiple occasions, it's just like, this is really tired. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Um but yeah, they 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 did use the flashbacks very well. Um, I I I kind of want to know more about his parents though. Yeah, like, do they have any psychics like way back in their family history? Are they, are is they Mob, psychics? Yeah, is, Mob is that the first why they psychic c- in his call bloodline? It a bad ha- habit to like. <laughs> bend the, the spoon well, while you're I I learned eating. to stop doing that when yeah. I went to cram school and I got serious. Yeah. Or um how was I, I just gonna say I was gonna say something about the parents not having but like w- what they think about the news because there's also the the like yeah. reporter g- girl who I also also really liked her character yeah. who I was wants expecting the story. Her to come back. She she did at the end. <laughs> Very briefly, yeah. Um but she, yeah, she's she's. We met her, I think, in episode like two or three. Yeah, the uh, one with the smiley face masks and the dimple, milk. Yeah, um, and 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 she 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 wants a story for the school newspaper, and she's originally gonna do it on the cult that Dimple is has made, um, and it she kind of switches focus to mob because mm-hmm. she now knows that he's a psychic you yeah know? and that so was she's cool. she's watching all of this stuff happen on the news like the school got destroyed and she's mm-hmm. like was that you like mm-hmm. i think that was you you know and so she's she's like slowly putting her like all these pieces together it's like i want the full story one day mm-hmm. you will give me the full story um, yeah but all of that stuff that is happening is on the news mm-hmm. is is kind of my p- point. So what do Mob's parents think when they see yeah. that stuff? That's what I will. Yeah, are they ever know. worried? Do they like make Regan come over for dinner like once a month? Like, so what have you two been working on? Yeah. 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 Who knows? Wow. I did like so the- much time with our kid. What are you two doing? <laughs> I did like the girls in this show. I mm-hmm. liked that Mob had this little girl who he liked when he was a little boy, like years ago, and she thought his psychic abilities were cool. 
And then she was just more impressed by a kid in school who could run really fast. So that's why Mob joins the Body Improvement Club. So he's like, oh, I want to be fast. I want to be strong because it seems like that what she likes. But she is like priority number four for him. Yeah. I liked that she was like she was something that was something he wanted, but it was no, never a a really big focal point for the series. Mm-hmm. And there are these other girls around, like there's the reporter and there's the telepathy club president, like these cute, charming girls. But it's never like Mob has a crush on them or they really have a crush on him. They're just also around. They're just also peers. Yeah. Like I love a romance, but I also really like when a story recognizes like oh we don't need that much romance like we put in just a sprinkle of it and that's plenty yeah like belongs at being priority number four one of those things like yeah we know it happens in real life yeah that's why we mentioned it but that's Mm -hmm. not what the story's about so yeah you know uh that's i think always super helpful romance Mm -hmm. stuff and sex scenes there's often way too much of it and it's unnecessary mm-hmm. in a lot of stories it's just like why why are you showing us this this has nothing to do with anything <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wonder um, if regan has any like because we didn't learn very much about his past or his personal life like does yeah. he have a love interest out there somewhere like does he what are his parents inspired think? him to be a con man who's conning people into him being psychic yeah, why is he doing this and not actually being like a, a spa day yeah. guy like, or a, 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 a masseuse? A, a not, masseuse, yeah, not a spa day guy. It's, <laughs> it's not a job you can have. And uh, what is your occupation, sir? Spa day guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this show gives a. Sometimes it gives us really neat like peeks into people's lives. Like I said, yeah. the other student council member that Riku is friends that Ritsu is friends with. Like he has this super impressive older brother who is really pressuring him, like try and do as good as me, huh? And like that, you just see it for like a minute and it's like, Oh, I understand this guy. And I understand why he's like encouraging Ritsu to do all these things. Hmm. But there's other characters that we see a lot more than like, can I get the same for them too, please? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What the heck is telepathy girl like what are what's her family like what do her parents think about well you know every week after school i have to go to the telepathy club i'm in charge and we're just out there looking for telepathics who might eventually help me contact aliens they're like okay honey yeah, keep it, up. It, it wasn't even about <laughs> telepathy she wants to get abducted by aliens i love it it's just like what the fuck is this there is <laughs> There's so many great details in the show, like really funny details like that, or really emotional details, like the student council kid, whose name I probably should have written down because I thought he was interesting. Like there's great emotional beats. There's great comedy beats. There's neat, uh, like kind of mythology of the powers stuff too. I love, we even talked about the actual mechanism of the show, which is that you watch mob's power level tick up to 100 percent, and then he like it's it's his like bottled emotions yeah yeah how close he is to like overflowing and exploding and lashing out for like all kinds of reasons yeah that i liked a lot it's 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 a good way to build drama and anticipation where you actually have a counter that's that's just like 
is that going to be the thing that sends him overboard, you know? Yeah, and, like, you have no idea, like, okay, is he just going to explode one more time? And is that at the end of the season? Like, how often is this going to happen? And he hits 100-plus, I think, like, three or four times throughout the season. And I love at the end where he just, he transfers all of his power to Regan because he just believes in Regan so much. I'm such a sucker for nonsense like that, where, like, emotions override, like, magical rules. Like, nope, he's, he's my buddy, he's my mentor, and I have so much respect and gratitude for him, and he told me it's okay not to fight, so I'm not gonna fight. All my power is going to him, and he's going to do it for me. It, it seemed like that was kind of an involuntary thing. Yeah, though. it, it, it yeah. just happened to be that Reagan. Yeah, he doesn't do it on at the exact moment, and yeah. just like, hey, don't, and like at that exact like, like, yeah, it it just all went into him because somehow you can transfer emotions, or it or it was, I, I think a mix of like transfer of emotions to regan but because of what regan said it was a different emotion inside mob and that's because instead of being at 100 and then going back down to zero it was like he's now at 300 percent you know yeah he's not at 100 percent stress he's at 1000 percent gratitude yeah that i liked yeah which is neat which then that I, I guess that would be something I would like to see explored if he's yeah. been taught to bottle up all these emotions because hiding them or I mean beca- because using them I guess like heightens his powers or stuff mm-hmm. like that you know um if 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 he actually finds reasons to use them or use them effectively what effect does different emotions have on yeah. his stuff yeah if he is stressed or angry we've seen him explode we've seen him now be overflowing with gratitude yeah what if he's just very very hungry yeah (laughs) is hungry an emotion for a show like this i'd believe it (laughs) but like his his like schoolyard crush like what happens when he's overflowing with love instead instead you know like what happens when he's when he actually is depressed and mm-hmm. he has sadness you know in yeah. in his life you know what 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 that happens then like... i would like to see that stuff ex- mm-hmm. explored so. yeah this this show has so much going for it like it packs a lot in it's all interesting i think it's balanced pretty well and you always want to see more of it yeah yeah it's good stuff Hmm. I recommend it for sure. Um. Let's see. If you had to recommend other things to people if they liked this, what would you recommend? Oh, this is not like a hey, check it out. This is like well, welcome to many months of your life getting taken over. Because this kind of reminded me of those books I was reading all last year, the Dresden Files, which is okay. very different. It's like this American novel series. It's an urban fantasy about a wizard who works as a detective in modern day Chicago. But it Mob Psycho 100 reminded me of that because it's also very much about like your relationship to your powers and how your emotions affect your powers. And when you don't, you don't use your powers. Like when you need to like put those back on the shelf and like think your way out of a situation, 
and like the physical toll those powers can have on you. Like if you're too tired, like it's a major conflict throughout the series where he's just going and going and going. And he's like, Oh no, like I am too tired to do magic anymore. Like I can't do it. It's not an, a giant unending well, like the well runs dry Mm -hmm. and it's a 15 novel series. It's still going. It's huge. It took me comics and there's, you know, short stories. There's a tabletop RPG, which I've had like three different friends like come over to me like, Hey, you, do you know there's a Dresden RPG? And I'm like, I do. Thank you each and every time for reminding me about it though. I'm glad like you come to me with this information, but like eight novels into the series, he gets, uh, a mentee he gets an apprentice and that relationship he has with her is also really sweet interesting so if you like uh sort of an internal relationship to a supernatural power and how that power can uh, like should and should not be used and like really strong mentor apprentice relationships Mm -hmm. spend an entire year reading these novels i guess there you go there you go. That would be a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I, w- I have a couple things to suggest. I mean, I, I guess if you haven't already, go check out One Punch Man made by the same creator. Yeah. Uh, similar humor. I mean, that would be the thing. I, I don't think it's as good of a show, mm-hmm. but a lot of pe- people seem to like it, so... They're wrong, you know, but uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I would say, yeah, go ch- check out One Punch Man if you like the creator's work. Uh, I would also suggest Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think about Yu Yu Hakusho. He's a spirit detective. He's a young, like high school age boy who dies uh, and gets a second chance if he becomes a spirit detective. Uh, and there's a lot of fighting and use of like psychic spirit power type of stuff. Uh, so I think that one would be fun. And it's just a classic. Yeah, I anime. it's really. I good. have not rewatched that since I was like 13, 14 oh, years so old. Good. I want to check it out again. That's another one my roommate really likes. I should have just asked her before I recorded. Hey, what are other cool supernatural anime? <laughs> um. So. I would say that one as well as go check out some Doctor Strange comics. Very good idea. Uh, some of the more r- recent ones. I think Jason Aaron did a run on it recently. Uh, I think that's the creator I'm thinking about. Uh, but there's some interesting use of magic and fighting and stuff like that. Uh, and just weird, crazy stuff. And their refrigerator is full of things that shouldn't be in a a refrigerator. Uh, The stairways change every single time, you know, just that 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 type of magic stuff. Um, So yeah, I would say go go check those things out. Good ideas, Kyle. What are your pitches, not just for the audience, but for me specifically for next week? Yes, let me pull up my notes. I'm closing Twitch on my phone, so if you guys are saying stuff to us, I can't see it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see. Here we go. Three pitches. No theme this week. Okie doke. Uh, we had been doing a lot of themes recently. 
Uh, my first pitch is Mobile Suit Gundam 8th MS Team. Okay. This is a like a self-contained um, Gundam story in the original timeline of Gundam, and it's a, it's like a side story. Okay. So you don't need to know basically anything else that's happening in 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 the thing. It's this uh like Gundam anime that takes place, I believe, on Earth. Uh, in this like jungle looking territory hmm. um it's pretty intense i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember loving it um and i i i think this is one of the the few gundam shows that is short enough that you can consume quickly that you also don't need to know a million other things uh, That's good. and is is fairly self-contained so it, it's, How long it's, is it's it? a good decent like starter gundam i believe okay. um it is only 12 episodes okay uh that's eighth ms team okay mobile suit gundam eighth ms team that's pitch number one pitch number two the wind rises oh um which is a studio ghibli film yeah and this is i believe like a a fictional or something biopic uh, or biopic. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people insist on calling it biopic. When Biographical biopic, picture. When biopic sounds so much better. That um, sounds like something Cyclops has. Like, no, Gene, I can't biotic. look at you. My biopics have been damaged. My bioptic. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, this is a Studio Ghibli film, uh, which is, I, I, I I think it said fictional, uh, fictional kind of biopic of the creator of uh some of the planes that Japan used. I think in World War One or World War Two, something like that. I haven't seen this film. Um, there's a couple of Studio Ghibli films I have not seen yet, and this is one of them. So I thought, why not put this on the list, and maybe we will cross it out yeah studio ghibli films are always fascinating and magical Mm -hmm. and the artwork is incredible that's pitch number two pitch number three uh because the movie is going to be out uh very soon captain marvel volumes (gasps) one and two by kelly sudaconic um volume one is entitled i think higher further farther more or something like that um and volumes one and two collects the first 12 issues uh and this is yeah captain marvel which she's about to have her own marvel cinematic universe movie yeah added to the mcu uh which is exciting i think you and i potentially hope hopefully we can get one or two more people on as well might do yeah. an episode of one of our other podcasts that we haven't done in a long time no the reactor core I, I think the last thing we reacted to was ant-man and the wasp We've literally only done marvel stuff <laughs> we on, on there and that's not the intention of that show to only do marvel stuff but um it's it's one that just kind of fell by the wayside Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're hoping to resurrect it at least for this this next Marvel film, uh, and maybe there's other cool stuff coming out soon too. 
this year has a lot of good movies and stuff we can talk about. Um, Captain Marvel Volumes 1 through 2 is pitch number 3. Awesome. Pitch number 1 is Mobile Suit Gundam 8th MS Team. Pitch number 2, The Wind Rises. And pitch number 3, Captain Marvel Volumes 1 through 2. I'm going to go with our friend Carol. There we go. We're going to read Captain Marvel. Because I've never read any of her before. And I, I oh, it's fun to be prepared before a movie comes out. Typically I'm not, but I really loved reading Infinity Gauntlet before I went to see Infinity War. There Even if most of it was different, it's like, I tried. I tried to research. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and we did just do two animes in a row. <laughs> so uh, let's mix let it up. Let's do another comic. I, I see... I see volume one on Comixology Unlimited Mm -hmm. uh, and volume two is also on there as well. So both of the volumes that we are going to read uh, are on Comixology Unlimited and you can read them there for free or I guess if you're a subscriber Mm -hmm. to Comixology (laughs) Unlimited. Volume one is Captain Marvel, Higher, Further, Faster, More. And uh, volume two is Captain Marvel. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay I like fly. it. Uh, there you go. I'm going to put those in our, I'm going to borrow them. So it's in our Comixology Unlimited account. Thank Sweet. you. Cool. I'm excited. I still need to get my tickets to go see Captain Marvel. Yeah, same uh, here. You're seeing it on Saturday, right? Yep. Uh, my friend and I are doing like an earlier Saturday screening. Oh, that's so right. We still you have to were pick like, what time. We're going at nine in the morning. Well, no, we are. N- we haven't decided yet. I was just looking at movie times, and we could go at like nine thirty. <laughs> that's such a strange time to go to the movies. Oh, like Sit that's when with, my like, a giant like Coca-Cola and a thing of popcorn. 9 30 in the morning i'm a morning person like that's when my brain will be active and ready to take it all in i'm so not i'm the complete opposite i hate <laughs> waking up i woke up at 11 today and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> um but that should be fun for next week mm-hmm uh, that being said, one more reminder, we, in a month from now, the end of March, start of April, we will no longer be live streaming, uh, these episodes of the review show to the public. Uh, mm-hmm. it will be a patron only live stream, which you can get for $1, uh, on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the whatnots. Uh, and I think today you and I are recording, uh, right after this, again, we're not live streaming that one, but our Patreon exclusive episode, uh, for some of the X-Files episodes, which you can get at the $3 tier. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you like our show or any of our other podcasts, uh, you can support us there on Patreon. We'd love to have your support. It means a lot. We can absolutely use the help because we're just a small t- two-bit operation. Yeah. Uh, so if you like what we do, it would mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we just recorded an episode of The Captain's Log. We did. Uh, that was really fun. We talked about all the new Pokemon stuff and we did talk man about temperatures. New Pokemon. Whatever man temperatures go find in out my, in my constant quest <laughs> to find out if men run hot or cold. There you go. 
Um, if you guys want to find any of our podcasts, just search for the whatnots in your podcast app. Mm-hmm. We will pop up there. Uh, that being said, Melissa, where can they find you on the interwebs? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. And if you guys want updates for this podcast or any of our other ones, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, and you guys can always go to our website, which is thewhatnots.com, for a little more information. Our site still needs to get updated. It's, it's going to be a while, but it, it's slowly getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And hopefully soon we'll have some more exciting news about maybe a new show. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. We are Don't growing. say exactly what that is yet, which, yeah, is, is also another reason why we could use your support. Mm-hmm. But that being said, we will see you guys next week for Captain Marvel Volumes 1 through 2 by Kelly Sudeconic. Go check it out. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.